0: The Selfish Path to Romance. Download Chapter 1 for free at drkenner.com.
1: Terry, welcome to the show, and you're you're having problems with your three-year-old. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, tell me what's going on.
0: Well, uh, I'll try to make it short. Um, his mother is not in the picture, um, but he took that, uh, all signs, very well. Um, didn't ask uh, Harley anything about her, did not mention her, so... Uh, I didn't see too much trauma with that the only time that he does mention her is if he gets disciplined or something like that which would seem to be normal but yeah. um the reports I'm getting back from from daycare uh is that uh any time he is uh told or asked to do something he is uh very willing and and, and does that um his personality they're saying hey look uh, what are you doing with this kid at home he's he's a great kid I wish all of them were that way and mm-hmm. and um and I, I and that just uh, is just reconfirmation. I knew he was, but right. uh, here recently in the last couple of weeks, uh, it seems that he's had a personality um, change. He is um, crying at a drop of a hat. He's uh, getting very upset. Uh, over very small issues, normally I could, I could, as long as I would explain it to him, uh, as much as you could to a, a two and a half right, three year old, right. he would actually um, uh, take that instruction. As long as it was told to him uh, what was fixing to happen, he would accept that. Uh, and even along that lines, now um, he is, of course, testing the limits. But uh, there seems to be a really, a really hard uh, personality uh, switch that's happened, and. um uh, I, I'm at a loss because, okay. you know, I, I nurture him, and, and we have a routine. We're structured at home. We do lessons. Yep. Uh, we we try to do, you know, everything that I can to,
1: okay. uh, so to do. So let me, the first piece that, uh, the first point I w- want to make, Terry, is that you want to still hold on to your images of your child as a sweet kid rather than he had a hard personality change, even if you're observing that, because that sweet kid is still there someplace. Something has gone off base in the last couple of weeks, and the first one of the things that I, meaning you don't want to cast your kid in a hard roll in cement. Like, oh, this is the whiner, and this is the naggy kid, and this is the kid who's shy, and this is the kid who's uh, bumbling. We, it, when we, when we um, uh, typeset our kids in negative ways, it's much harder for us and for them to break out of that. So you want to remember that sweetness and uh, and look for for moments when that happens. So that's the first point. The second point is you've probably done this many times, turning things over in your mind. What has changed in the last week? Or it, you said when when did it start? No,
0: it's been a couple of weeks. Oh,
1: when did what changed within the last couple of weeks? Well, that's just
0: it. You know, I'm pretty I'm I'm pretty aware of of. The events that, that that transpire in our lives, because it's just us, and uh, it's my responsibility now. So I'm pretty aware of things that are going on, and there, there's really been nothing out of the normal... Um, Uh, that's happened that that would, you know, point me in that direction. You know, this is what's happened. Okay, so there's no trauma.
1: trauma. There's no kid in school who said something like, you don't have a mommy or anything like that.
0: Well, and you know, uh, now that you say that, I did think about that, is that when he's in daycare, he may be uh, picking up on on other uh, children's negativity or uh, they're acting out.
1: Um, right. Kids so do. that's the only thing
0: I can think of.
1: Right. Kids do mimic new behavior. We all do it. If I see someone dancing prettier than I can dance, guess what I do in private?
0: I mimic <laughs> it,
1: right? So yeah, okay. whether it's good or whether it's bad, it's new. And when yeah. I do role plays in therapy, I'm a person who's pretty low-keyed. And when I do role plays in therapy and I take the role of a mean person or a real angry person, it's a new role for me, and I try it out. Well, kids are just learning. He's only three years old, and yep. he's exploring. He's exploring. Maybe he's been on the receiving end of someone saying you're stupid, or something like that. And or I don't have to do it. Now that's a, that's a third point I want to make.
0: Hey, I got to interrupt this because we've got to pay some bills. Thirty seconds. That's it. A very quick ad, and then Alan will be back. Romance.
1: Now that's a, that's a third point I want to make. If he's saying I don't have to do this or I don't want to do this, what has he just discovered?
0: Um, you tell me.
1: Well, if I <laughs> asked you if you want sardine ice cream, right? now, If I said to you, Terry, I've got some sardine ice cream for you to eat, what might you say to me?
0: Uh, that I don't I don't particularly like that. Well, you
1: got to try it. I'm the parent. Oh. You discovered your own mind, your own yeah. preferences, your own desires, Your ability, a child's ability to say no, if done properly, if you have the right parenting mindset, is actually their discovery of their independence. It's not a huge negative. You don't want a kid who is always licking your boots and saying yes to everything you say.
0: Mm, yeah, yeah, you're right.
1: So the the next the another point is okay what do you do if you're like most parents, we all try to discipline, we try to do the right thing, and it blows up in our face. We try to be sweet, it backfires. We try to put our foot down, it backfires. And uh, one author called this a mutual frustration society for the parent and the kids. You're, you're perpetual enemies, and you don't want to get locked in that mindset with your own child. And you've luckily had a long period of being uh, a single dad, but having a very good History with one another, so if um, if can you give me one quick example of something your son said no to
0: um, that he usually well, goes along? With? Yes, but I'm going to tell off on myself. Okay. <laughs> um, I've recently, under self reflection, pretty much chastised myself for for not strapping him in um, his car seats and different things like that, uh, taking chances. Um, so uh, I know that's my fault, but he has, like you had stated, he has come out with his own opinion or, or made up his mind, hey, look, you know, I don't want this. And, and that's the first thing that comes to mind because it's an immediate thing that he's been saying. That's
1: Oh, so um, he's, he's not used to sitting in a car seat. Now he has to sit in the car seat because well, you... Well, the
0: car seat he's sitting in, the straps he does not like. Um, and you've been... That's not a really good example because that, that is directly right. my fault. Okay,
1: but, uh, but, okay, but your honesty was will serve you well, because you can change that around. So here's what happens. If he says, I don't want the seat, the seat strapped in. And if you say, well, I'm sorry, but you have to do it. We have to go now. Get in the seat right now. Listen to me. I'm your dad. You know, it sounds nice, and it's all bad parenting. It poor, I mean, it's going to backfire on you because he'll say no. So instead of that, you can he can say, "I don't want to get in the seat now with the belt on, honey. I hear it. I hear that as I'm as I'm clipping the belt, I will know that you don't want to be in the seat right now. What did I just do differently?"
0: Uh, set boundaries. What? You set boundaries. I mean, I listened so. to
1: him. I used a yeah. skill from a parenting book that made me a phenomenal, much better parent than I ever would have been. I would have been a lousy parent. It's how to talk so kids will listen and listen so kids will talk. It's on my website, TerryDoctorKenner.com. The skill I just used was granting his wish in fantasy. I hear how much you don't want to use your seatbelt. I wish for your sake I could say you don't, and I'll know that you're really sad as a or upset about it as I'm clipping it on. And here's your little teddy to keep you company. Listen, well, we're, honest, I-, we're, I know I we're right at the end of it. time. If you want to hang on, I'll speak with you during the break.
0: For more Dr. Kenner podcast, go to drkenner.com and please listen to this ad.
1: Here's an excerpt from The Selfish Path to Romance by Dr. Ellen Kenner. If your partner just doesn't talk or want to listen, even after repeated attempts to communicate, they might have narcissistic tendencies, such as holding the premise that you are supposed to listen, but not vice versa. A one-way street relationship. Such a partner will never make an ideal soulmate for anyone. Partners also fail to communicate because they are trying to hide their true or deepest selves. They may fear something about themselves or perhaps they have no authentic selves. Your partner may not talk much simply due to shyness. You can do a lot to bring your partner out of his or her shell by being warm, open and encouraging. Another reason that your partner doesn't make communication a conscious priority is that he or she may not consider you important. Translation, your partner does not really love you. A painful discovery.
0: You can download Chapter 1 for free at drkenner.com and you can buy the book at amazon.com.